Welcome to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, welcome back to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley. I'm really excited to be joined today by Lana Kerr, who has devoted her life to health and wellness with over two decades of experience as a wellness coach, public speaker, business owner, and best-selling author. Her career in health includes owning weight loss centers, which led to her founding a skincare company, Lumisk Skincare. Their flagship product line, CO2 Lift, which we're going to talk about some today, is the first clinically proven gel carboxy therapy and has a lot to do with vaginal health and lubrication and things that matter as we age. Um, She's a public speaker and author, as I said, her weight loss book, What You Must Know Using HCG for Weight Loss was a bestseller on Amazon. And she's the founder of Your Fat Loss Coach, which through personal coaching and medically directed treatments, helps our clients lose belly fat and bring their bodies back into balance. So Lana, welcome to the show. I know there's more to your story too, but. It's a, thank you so much, Alex, for, for bringing me on your platform and allowing me to share with your audience. So thanks again for this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as I always do, because I find it super fascinating myself, but I love to just kind of start off with some of your story and how you got to the place you are today. You know, I know you've evolved a little bit in your career path, as many of us have. And um, so what brought you to having the skincare company and doing the work you're doing now? Yeah, well, okay, we're more in particular to the to the sexual wellness or women's sexual yeah. wellness. Yeah. Well, so the skincare kind of evolved, weight loss, beauty, than skincare. And we mm-hmm. discovered a, a very novel way to get CO2 into the skin is with a gel. And so this is a patented gel that we, um, that we delivered and we first delivered it to skincare specialists like plastic surgeons, dermatologists. That was our real line. And it's interesting because carboxytherapy, which is what it's called, is a very a natural way to allow the body to regenerate skin very quickly. Because when you introduce carbon dioxide into the skin, the body is going to, you know, layman's term, rush oxygen-rich blood to that area. And so several different processes will start that will really speed up healing and speed up skin regeneration. So CO2 lift, we call it the fastest way to better skin. But particularly with the sexual wellness part, which is what I know our focus is, like most things that I've gotten involved with, that I'm passionate about, it stems stemmed from my own personal story, my own personal needs. So I got into my mid-40s and um, started experiencing changes with the quality of my sexual experience, where I was just not... Um, it was just, I was losing sensitivity. So I'd gone to my GYN who did my exam and she had said, Lana, you know, as you get older, you, this is, these are some things that are going to happen. And she had a 
energy-based device, which she was recommending, which I actually made an appointment to get. And then when I left home, left to go home, I realized it just came to me that we had something already that was very effective, similar to an energy base that was already regenerating the skin on the face and the neck. So we put that through clinical studies. We wanted to test for not only efficacy, but safety. And we used, you know, questionnaires and even up to using biopsies. And it was conclusive that CO2 V was not only safe, but it was effective at very at bringing back the vulva vaginal tissue for a woman and bringing her back to her, you know, youthful functionality of that area. So that's kind of how I got on it. And then as a result, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm very passionate about skin in general. Um, and I feel that CO2 lift is really the fast way. I mean, that's a bold statement, but certainly for the vaginal, I can testify that um, it, you, you, I forgot how good it was, put it that way. You know, it's like God is good. He doesn't make you, you know, remember everything in one time, you know, like aging. If you, one day you got up and you looked old, you'd be like, oh my goodness. It's the same thing for your vagina or vulva vaginal functionality. One day you don't just get up and it's, it just, it's gradual. So you actually can forget until you can bring it back to a state. And then I was like, oh my goodness, this is phenomenal. So that's kind of the story of how I got into, into this. That's awesome. And I'm curious about so many things around this because A, I know it's, you know, something that women struggle with as we age. I've also experienced kind of earlier on in life, you know, dealing with um, vulvodynia and having a lot of pain and like there was an emotional side to that as well. But um, let's just start with this. So in terms of, because obviously we hit menopause, body changes, things dry up, (laughs) it's typically like the expectation. So and is this something that you find you have to use regularly or is it like how, how frequently are we having to do this? Cause hormones are different. And so some of the things that, you know, cause us to lubricate and all that stuff are just not firing like they used to. Am I making sense with my question? Yes. Yes. And that's a great question. Well, be, well, so CO2-LV is not a lube. So it's not a lubricant right. that you yeah. just every time you're going to go, you know, you're going to have penetration, penetrative sex, you're going to use it. It's not a lube. It basically is a treatment that reconditions the skin. Yeah. So if you think about bringing it back to that point um, where you, where, when you were younger. So I always, the skin, I give this analogy, the skin is similar to a sponge. You know, you go to Publix is where I live. You go to the supermarket, you get a, a new sponge and it's thick and it can, when you put it on the counter, when you had water, it holds a lot of water. Well, when that sponge gets used and used, it, it now gets very thin. It doesn't hold the same amount of water. That's like our tissue, wherever it is on the body, it just gets thinner. And so because it gets thinner, it's not able to, it doesn't, you don't, the sensitivity changes, the lubrication changes. So that's what we're talking about. So once you can fix it, then you still need to maintain it because unfortunately the real, the, 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 the sad reality is that we're aging every day. You talk about drying up, you know, I always say a grape and a raisin analogy, you know, we were born a grape and we turn into a raisin. So everywhere, <laughs> so that, that, so we can actually rehydrate it or take that raisin and turn it right back into a grape. And that's what the CO2 lift does. But then like anything else you would need to, after you do a treatment that you feel back to yourself, then you can use one a month to maintain that result. Okay. That makes sense. And I imagine this is, you know, just based on conversations I've had with clients of mine (laughs) recently, like it can almost be like too good to be true, but, um, 
you know, just bringing joy and all the things back to the sexual side of, of ourselves. And um, we can keep talking about CO2 or be however you say it um, lift. And I know mine's on the way. So by the time we release this, I will have tried it and tested this out ladies but, um, and have some things to share about my experience with it. But, you know, from how, how did you, how did life change for you, you know, using this? And I know you've had a lot of people oh, yes. and, and stuff like what, what can we expect from going down this journey? Well, I mean, your whole idea of the podcast is for busy women, you know, who, um, and I think sometimes as women, we forget the side of ourselves and it's like, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, or what we putting first, the cart or the horse. And we are just so busy, um, riding this horse or this bicycle that we forget to pump up the tires. And so it would actually give a smoother ride. So for me, what changed is, is the desire for sex has increased and improved, which in which has for me just made me feel just more confident, more in control. It actually, for, it, it, it's, it's something it's, it's, it's it, like that release that you get allowed me to be more productive in the day. So it, it, it also changed my relationship with my husband. It changed because we, it's now, you know, I'm a every night kind of girl, which, <laughs> which he loves. And it's something that, you know, I look forward to. And it's because I feel like when just giving love to that area of my body has, um, has kept it top of mind, has kept me expecting it's going to be just fun and enjoyable. So it's something that I want to do. It's something that I Netflix into, you know, so we, we, that's, that has what has changed for me. And that's what really I would love to give to all women, you know, if they're not having it already, because I feel like I kind of used to be that way. Maybe not even so. I think, no, definitely. I think getting into my fifties has changed a lot of the ways and outlooks and the perceptions that I've had, have had or have. And so I don't think I looked at the functionality of sex as benefiting me so much as I do it now. I think when I was younger, I looked at sex more for him. Now I recognize that this is for me and for us. So I think this mission, this whole, this product, which really turned into a mission has really, for me personally, changed the quality of my life. And I get such great satisfaction and pleasure knowing that I can be able to do that for so many women. Yeah, that's really huge. And actually you touched on, we're about to go a little off the rails here in my own world of how I approach things. But, you know, if we look at, I, I've been learning a lot in my PhD program um, and kind of really gravitated towards what they call chakra medicine, not like I'm also Christian by faith. So, you know, energy centers, like we have energy centers and the root area or the, our first primary energy center is where all of our sexual organs are housed and it's also the seat of creativity and I feel you know I see so many women who we've either repressed ourselves sexually for so long because whatever society says like it's either we're over sexualized or we're completely repressed and under sexualized and really have lost this ability to like utilize that aspect of ourselves to really tap into who we are and our creativity and you know, being aligned with ourselves. And it's all, I think many of us experienced and some never even come out of it of like, it's all about the guy, right? The guys want sex and we're like, eh, not tonight, dear. Um, so it's just, to me, it's inspiring to hear you kind of share 
the journey. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I think some, I think it's a, a lot to do with how, you know, the culture and how, well, how I was raised. And just because I'm speaking so often to so many women, many have this idea that, you know, sex is about performance, you know, it's about, and so when we think of performing, which um, when we're busy, after you become a mother and you, you're tired, your your career, you're tired and you don't want to perform. So that's why you put it on a to-do list and you're like, oh my God, all right, you know. But if you understand, just like what you're saying, that, that sex is a way to connect with ourselves and with our partners, it it changes the game that you recognize that it's as in, it's it's an important it's like a meditation that you yeah. want to engage in, and if you just kind of still into it, um, then you can actually reap the rewards. You know, so many people are looking to be entertained, and I can even say myself, you look you're tired, you want to be entertained, so you turn on and I use the word Netflix, you turn that on to kind of de-stress. But if you see this as a way to de-stress. You know, you kind of turn things off, even music or no music, just something to just get in the space of it. And then you do this. It actually is so much more refreshing and de-stressing than actually turning on the TV. And as and in, in addition to that, you're connecting with your, 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 your major partner. And it's, it's very satisfying. Then you, then you can become, and you can talk and you, it really is just a different way to think about it. And, um, you know, the unfortunate thing is that I missed out on this, this idea so many years in my life, in my early part of, of my marriage, because I just didn't understand that even with such a busy schedule of when my kids were younger, that I could still do this. And even it would have eliminated a lot of the challenges that I had experienced after kids that I think so many couples go through because it just feels like there's not enough time in the day. And who wants to add this to the plate, you know, having sex, you you know, so it really has changed this whole, I'm so grateful for it. It has changed my life. It has changed the life of so many women. Even I think about my mom who we had, you know, when we, when we started it before we even released it. And I had a conversation with her um, just about her own, you know, her own, intimacy with 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 my father and when she was telling me about what some of her experiences are since she turned 70 and it just was like wow mommy when were you going to tell me this just the pain that she just has to just just take it you know and I'm like to think that so many women who are doing this have to kind of endure it so to speak without understanding that it's, there's a solution for it. It's, is what made me feel so much more passionate. So when I gave this to my mom, it changed her experience from sandpaper to butter. It, and it even changed their relationship and their marriage so long. So definitely sex is a very important part in a relationship. And I think too, um, for even for men, I don't know if your audience is men as well, but I think for men to understand that this is a natural process that happens with a woman. So when she doesn't feel to, it may, it's not you. It's just a natural part of aging that, or it can just be a natural part of aging that if she just addresses it, she'll get back the girl that you knew when, you know, you just got married. So yeah, I know I, I took a long time to answer the question, but I think that that's um, <laughs> kind of how I see this whole process, this whole kind of mission that, that I've embarked on. 
Yeah, I love it. And I think it's so important. And even, you know, for women who have broached, because a lot of my, you know, listeners are, it's pretty much all women. I don't think there's any men who listen to the show, but, you know, have broached the age of menopause. And it's like, we have this stigma towards menopause of like, oh, I'm going to dry up and sex is not going to be fun. And I'm just never going to do that again. And like, what the heck, right? Because everything's changing. And I just love these stories of it does not have to be that way, right? Like, you know, you can even step into experiencing it as you have in a way that you probably never have um, and really igniting that side of yourself. So, yeah. And, and you, in two, we talk about menopause because I'm not, I guess I'm in, I'm perimenopausal. Right. But um, I think even uh, pre, um, postpartum women experience these same feelings and women are having children much later on in life. So they're, they're, they have these times when they feel this way also today, because of stress that we're under, even certain medications can cause vaginal dryness Um, that so that when you even use a lube, which can glide it in, you're still not experiencing the type of pleasure that we were made to have. Um, you know, it, this is applies to really women, all women, you know, can benefit from, from this as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And just speaking from my own experience, you know, for anyone listening, who's dealing with like a lot of pain or a lot of just not feeling great during sex, I've, I went through it in my early twenties. I, you know, randomly vulvodynias basically I've talked about it on the show maybe once a long time ago, but um, like all the nerve endings in your vulva just go on red alert. So like it hurt to pee, it hurt to, you know, hurt when I had my period, it hurt all the time. And there's something like, there's a psychological aspect to this too. So it's, you know, we can heal the tissue and do all of that. But after I had my son, it had gotten good enough that I kind you know, obviously had enough sex to get pregnant. <laughs> but after he was born, I, I managed to tear with a five pound baby, go figure. Um, and so I had a lot of pain again and, you know, going through, so if anybody's listening to the show younger, like it sounds like this is healing the tissue, helping it normalize, you know, typically the options for that kind of stuff is like take antidepressants for the rest of your life, or they'll actually cut out part of your vulva to calm down the pain. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Oh my goodness. Let's not do that. (laughs) A permanent solution for a, a, can be a very temporary problem. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's, it's, 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 I mean, and women too, PCOS is something that affects women mm-hmm. of all different ages. And so this is something that, you know, I think I'm so glad that in your shows, you're talking about this because it, this wasn't something that I, when I was in my twenties and thirties, no one ever talked about this. I mean, even this is just coming of age where people are open to talking about it, understanding that you know, sexuality, women's intimate health is important, just like it's talking about skincare or talking about, you know, your elbow, you have a problem, you know what I'm saying? It's, it should be more, it's being more normalized. And I'm really happy that that is the case. I am too. And, you know, I find, and I still find like, and we're of different generations, obviously, but especially, I don't mean anything negative about Christianity or anything, but like in, inside of, church organizations or circles or even just society in general. It's like, we've been thought, taught to, we don't talk about that area. It's like that area down there. We're not going to talk about it. (laughs) Why? (laughs) The Bible talks about it. It's interesting. The Bible talks about sexual pleasure. 
you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, about that saying, you know, her, her breast intoxicate you. So it, it talks about sexual, but so it's not a bad thing. And I believe that even we should teach our children about, you know, responsible, yeah. what that means, sex and what it means and how it's a sacred act and what it, it's and what it's all the all the things that the pleasure that it can give. It's not something to be embarrassed about. You know, so I really like the normalization of the conversation. And, you know, for for just women in general, the act of taking, showing love to their vulva and vagina, I think is important because it's what makes us feel like a woman. And we feel, so when you take care of it, you actually, it, it just, it creates such confidence inside of us. We just feel kind of just in charge. And so I think that, it's important. And there are other things that are out there that, you know, start this process going of just showing love <laughs> to that area yeah. of yourself um, yeah. that I think is so important for women at, you know, at in their 20s, as they, as they turn into becoming a woman and, and, and further on in life to just still think about that. And I think, too, what has added to this revolution, so to speak, is the fact that more and more women are removing all the hair down there through mm-hmm. you know um, laser la- laser hair removal and so when they remove the hair they're seeing it they're now more conscious that they want it to look good but it's more than just the appearance it's about the functionality and so that's kind of what i want to kind of direct women that there are things out there that helps you to feel like youthful no matter what age and no matter what you've gone through you can get that back yeah Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about, because it's a specific, like carboxy or CO2 lift is a specific thing that's working on regenerating the tissue. So I don't know how much science you want to go into, but like, what is, why, why does that work? What's, what's the key that's helping with rejuvenating or replenishing tissue? So the, it's a, it's, it's the bore effect is really, when you think of the mechanism of action, Mm -hmm. you know, like, biology one or 101 it's in other words when you put co2 inside of the body the hemoglobin curve is going to favor co2 over oxygen so it's going to release the oxygen and take on the co2 so that's naturally going to happen so if you think of you're putting in co2 so let's step back normally we exhale co2 and we breathe in oxygen right well we're doing the opposite when you put co2 in it's almost like a scale. The body now has to say, oh, it's imbalanced. And it's going to kind of rebalance it just to kind of make people understand it. But what happens is it displaces it. And so now more oxygen is in that area that you applied the, the, the CO2, which is going to now trigger creation of new blood vessels. It's going to cr- promote, you know, all the nutrition from the blood is going to go in that area. So it's going to help to bring that tissue back. So carboxytherapy, just to kind of think of something else, if you had a, a diabetic ulcer, it wouldn't heal, a non-healing diabetic ulcer wound, you could put carboxy on the, and the, the gel and it could heal it in as little as eight days, a non-healing wound. So we've done, we recently did another clinical study, which a larger population, and we talk about wounds that were just nasty. And you put the CO2 on, we did it for three treatments a week for a month, and those wounds closed. So that's how quickly it's regenerating tissue. That's the wound. So you can, there's no debate as to is it working or not. The wound is now closed. Well, think of putting it on your genitalia. 
uh, your, wherever you're putting it on, your skin, but we're specifically there. It's the same thing. It's just growing back that tissue, regenerating it very quickly. So there's no pain involved and it's very cool. It's a gel. So this is how typically you would mix it, you'd insert it inside. The rest, which is about the last third, you're gonna put it on the outside and you're going to leave it on for a minimum of 45 minutes. Now, I like to go to bed with it. It's just more convenient for me to do that. Now, I've finished my series, so I just do one a month to maintain. Or you can do it when you're just going away for a weekend, like a sex weekend, to kind of prep yourself for that. <laughs> um, or, you know, anything that you're going to have a lot of activity down there. Um, but you put it in, you go to bed. And then when you wake up in the morning, you use the same applicator, with you fill it with water clean water and you squirt it up and it falls out and uh you just you may do it two or three times you wash off and you're good to go and there's no downtime involved many people ask about you know if they will it throw off their ph you know if they'll get a yeast infection well the ph of co2 left v is about four to 4.5 so that's the ideal ph of the vagina so no it won't throw off your ph in fact it helps to keep it there and you won't get any yeast infection from it as we get older one of the things that we may experience is you know some type of bv or some some type of bacteria vaginal down there so and that's because our ph is thrown off well, the CO2 of V is keeping the pH. So it's keeping the pH, it's bringing back the juiciness there, it's bringing back the sensitivity there. Because you think about blood flow um, is important for, for even for people, the clitoris, for instance, it can become shriveled up if it doesn't have enough blood flow. To prevent it, you want to use it. So that could be fun, keeping it, the blood flow there. But if for some reason that wasn't possible, you want to keep the blood flow there and the CO2 lymphy keeps that blood flow, keep it healthy. So when you're back in the saddle, you're good to go. So those are just some things, but that's basically how it works. It's just really using your own, triggering your own body to do the work by putting in a very natural thing that we, if we'd be dead if that wasn't in our experience, CO2, you're putting it in, it's going to trigger these things. So it's a very painless, natural process that, um, that we can utilize to regenerate our skin there. That's really interesting. I was actually just thinking about, um, it was, might've been my embryology classes in chiropractic school, but we talked about, you know, a lot of us don't realize the vagina is actually a really hostile environment. <laughs> it's like, it's designed <laughs> to keep things out and it's incredibly hard to get pregnant. And I think, you know, a lot of things like our diet and our thoughts and just how busy we are and how disconnected we are, it honestly becomes even more so and then becomes hostile towards us. I was just having this imagery, you know, as you were sharing about that. So <laughs> having ways to just like maintain its normal level of hostileness. And what I mean by that is like the pH is very low compared to the rest of our body. And there's, you know, some other things that um, exist as its defense mechanisms ultimately. But the more in tune we are with that side of ourselves and the more love we show to it. Like, I really love that, you know, imagery. I do a lot of work on just giving love to each of our energy centers in our body and allowing that energy to increase. Cause so many of us are negative self-talk and we don't feel sexy and we're not confident. And like all this stuff will also impact. Yes. How much you enjoy sex later in life or now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's true. And, you know, to another thing is, you know, people, we always think if you don't use it, you lose it. And we, we, we can use that for so many different areas of our life. But, you know, people often think of it in terms of our muscle mass, you know, going to the gym. If you don't use it, we go, if you don't build, keep it up, keep going, you'll eventually lose the muscle. Well, it's the same thing for that little muscle down there too, that yeah. if you don't use it and not you lose it, meaning so if people are not in a sexual relationship for a period of time, um, what can happen is it's same thing. It just kind of, it, it, it's not getting enough, it's not getting the blood flow because it's not being used. So for women who are in that, this is a great way to keep that blood flow going. Because again, when you put it, it's going to create that. You know, you think about Viagra for a man, what is it? It's just allowing the blood to flow into his penis, right? Well, it's the same thing. In fact, there are some um, doctors who are using the CO2 lift for the penis to create localized blood flow. Um, and so, but we have our clitoris, which has more nerve endings than the penis. <laughs> we always say, the man is so um, excited about his penis. We're not that excited about our clitoris. We, you know, it's, it's designed just for the purpose of pleasure with more nerve endings than a penis. But anyway, we can create that blood flow to or create that, keep it going so that when we are in a position to be, and even it's not just about, you know, it's not just about sex. I always just think of it, but think of it for just feeling comfortable inside, because as you get older, one of the things that I've been hearing is that you can get a burning vagina. It just feels like it's burning. So if you just want to feel good in that area, this is a great way to keep it in balance from being hostile, as you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and so much of it is about connection, not only, you know, with our partners, but also with ourselves. And you don't necessarily have to have a partner to be connected to yourself <laughs> fully um, in that way. So awesome. Well, let's kind of, this has been such a fun conversation for me, but <laughs> bringing it full circle, you know, how, where can women learn more about this? Obviously, I know you work with providers, so that's something I'm going to look into um, just as an option for those listening to the show. But um, where can they find out more, connect with you? Well, thank you. Well, if you go to CO2Lift.com, CO2, like CO2, meaning like the gas carbon dioxide, CO2Lift.com. Yep. And then you you can look down, you can see a whole section for CO2 Lift V, and it has a page on more specifically talking about the vagina and what it's doing on there. We have, if YouTube, we have tons of um, women's testimonials on why they took it from women who've had cancer uh, and on chemo. And so they had vaginal dryness with, with hysterectomies to PCOS to um, just women who, who very young just ha started having painful sex once they started having sex. So we've had a range of experiences and how many they took before they started seeing results, what they recommended, how it has changed their life. So we have those on YouTube as well, but co2levy.com is a site that we would go. And if you can feel free to ask any questions, you can email in questions and we have a great support team that's gonna respond and give you the help that you need. But, and also too many doctor's offices are now carrying the CO2 lift. Um, so we're, so you can ask your doctor about it as well. Awesome. Well, Anna, thank you so much for coming on and having a conversation that not enough people have, in my opinion, though it's getting better <laughs> today. Yeah. I really appreciate your insight and discussion. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Alex. Really appreciate being here. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for tuning in to Emerge, the health podcast for busy, high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and also leave us a review. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in the Emergent Women Community Group on Facebook for the chance to interact with me live once a week and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become the vibrant, energetic, and on-fire version of yourself we all know is under there. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about. Mm-hmm.